So wait, Matt, you're predicting the Jacksonville Jaguars will have the worst record in the NFL next year? I can't believe that. I am. You know, Jaguars are not going to have a very ferocious roar in 2020. It's going to be the lightest of meows, and it's going to be wounded, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> so are they going to have the worst record, or are they going to have one of the worst records? I think there might be another team that challenges them at, you know, 3-13, and 13, but I think when it's all said and done, the Jacksonville Jaguars will have the number one pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. Very nice. Hey, welcome to NFL Reckless Speculation. It's your daily, wait, your weekly, wait, your yearly, it seems. No, it's your weekly uh, journey into uh, the world of NFL and reckless speculation, including today we're talking about NFL, every NFL's team's projected record in 2020. Now, I'm going to try to get to all of them, but I'm going to probably have to skip over some of them. It's going to be the ones that are. I'm going to have to take Matt to task because Matt wrote this article on May 1st, which ironically was my birthday, so thanks for all, uh, thanks to all, all my birthday wishes, including from Matt, who wished me a happy... Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> oh, that's cold, buddy boy. The gift is on the way. Uh, no, I'm not going to... No, what are you, Ted Kaczynski? No way, I'm answering. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, getting the mail then, so... All right, uh, it's TC, everybody, and uh, joining us, as always, on the big show is Mr. Matt Johnson. You can follow him on the Twitter world. It's, uh, what is it, uh, Matt J underscore sports on Twitter. So you think, uh, yeah, so Jacksonville, 3-13. and 13. All right, let's move on to the next team, the Buffalo Bills. You're saying they're going 11-5. and five. I don't believe in the Buffalo Bills. I think it was just a pop-up season last year. I just don't, I just don't believe in them, so... I don't know. Any comments on that one? Why Why 11 and 5? You, you're obviously a believer. Yeah, you know, one big thing for me here is I don't I don't believe in the division. Miami is still rebuilding the Patriots as much as they might like Jarrett Sidham. I think the Patriots will be a six-win team this year. The Jets are a mess. So that's potentially four wins right there. You're also talking about playing the Rams, the Steelers, you know, the Cardinals, the Titans, those those can be winnable games with the talent they have on defense. And, you know, Josh Allen takes a step forward. All right, makes sense. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, you've got them at 9-7. and seven. They've been a disappointment since losing the Super Bowl, so we'll just move on from them. The Tennessee Titans, though, they almost made it to the, what, the Super Bowl, and now you've yeah. got them coming back to the crowd at seven and nine. I don't see it. I love Vrabel. Vrabel for president, buddy boy. <laughs> screw Biden. Screw Trump. Let's go Mike Vrabel for president. Yeah, you know, Vrabel, I mean, listen, when a guy is willing to cut it off to win a ring, you have to respect it. That's oh. a mentality. It just, it's a winning mentality. But all that said... I don't see it. Because, listen, Ryan Tannehill, he was incredible last year. He played in an MVP caliber level. He's not going to repeat it. He's going to throw more interceptions. He's going to miss. He's going to regress a bit more to the guy we saw before in Miami. Derrick Henry, listen, running backs, they take all these carries, but eventually they start wearing down. And I think we're going to see that with Derrick Henry. He's not going to be as explosive. So this will be a run-based team with a quarterback that's regressing. And a defense that is good but not great, you know, seven to nine. Yeah. All right. I, I, 
I, I don't, I don't, nah, I, I think they're going to do better than that. I think they're going to be a playoff team again, but all right. We'll, we'll agree to disagree on that one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You've got them at 12 and four. I've got two words for you, which is probably more than two words. What happens if Tom Brady goes down? Who's the backup? It's it's going to be. It's going <laughs> See, to be you don't even know. That's how bad it is in Tampa if there's no Tommy Brady. Yeah, if Brady goes down, it's just it's not going to be pretty. I mean, like, listen, I think they should have signed a better backup quarterback to put behind Brady. I mean, honestly, granted, Winston probably wouldn't have come back, but hey, they seem to love him. I just feel like if Brady stays healthy, which, you know, they put together an incredible offensive line, everything is in place, they should be good. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to get excited about a team with Blaine Gabbert at quarterback. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not good. All right. Uh, so next up on the list is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you've got them at 6-10. and 10. Here's my fearless prediction. They're once again going to have the worst record, and they're going to be faced with the dilemma of what do we do with Joe Burrow if we can draft Trevor Lawrence? That is my fearless prediction. That is my reckless speculation on what will happen in the 2021 NFL draft. Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence, Cincinnati will have their pick. Very interesting. I mean, you know, I could see them, if things don't go their way, Burrow doesn't get time to practice, you know. I could see a very tough year for Cincinnati where, hey, maybe they get the number one pick and Patriots, you want to trade up? Give us every draft pick you have for the next two years. <laughs> I don't think Bill's going to do that. I, th- I think he just wants to. He knows his cl- the clock is running on him. He's getting older. I think he wants to win now. He's probably going to try with Stidham. And if it doesn't work out, he's going to trade for Matthew Stafford or something and then end up back in the Super Bowl because that's what he does. He's a, he's a cheerful – well, he's not really a cheerful Svengali. He's more of a just a Svengali, but uh, I don't know. That's my take on him. Up next on uh, on your list is you got the Cleveland Browns and the Arizona Cardinals both at 9-7. and seven. We'll leave that there. I like that. I like the Cardinals – I think they're going to be better. I, I liked what I saw to Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray last year. Cleveland, they're like Cincinnati. It's just like it's like the Bermuda Triangle, except there's it's not really a triangle. It's just a line drawn from Cincinnati to Cleveland when it comes to the NFL. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Los Angeles. Here's the, here's the surprise to me. You've got the Los Angeles Chargers, and I know they've got good players around them. But Justin Abair, a rookie quarterback, and not Abair Herbert, you've got him at eight and eight. I think this is the type of all or nothing team. It's like a four and twelve team or a twelve and four team, and you've got him at eight and eight. You went middle of the road on that one. Why? I did. You know, I think you've got completely fair points with where there's so much variance with this team. The defense is great. They'll probably have the best secondary in the NFL. They've got skilled players. We've talked about how much we love Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. It all comes down to first, because Tyrod Taylor is going to get the first crack at the job. Can he protect the football, keep this team in contention to win games and not make key turnovers? And when Justin Herbert is ready, because listen, he's been prone to, even in college, he made some bad decisions. Will we see that again? 
And so, yeah, eight and eight feels like the safe thing where, you know, they're going to have their good moments. They'll look like a 12 and four teams at some time. And then another week, they'll look like that four and 12 team, but they'll finish eight and eight right in the middle. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can see it, but I can see it both ways. I can see it all three ways, like, uh, like Earl Thomas. Thank you very much. Uh, um, anyways, uh, uh, finally, uh, in the first part of uh, the show here, the Detroit Lions 5-11, and 11, no one cares. I'm sorry, Motor City Kitties. Nobody cares. All due respect. You've got a great history with... Um, um, well, you got a you got a history. And, yeah, there's that. I'm sorry, Lions fans. It's just not good. What can you say? It's just terrible. All right, so when we get back, I want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. You've got them rip-roaring in 2020. I'm a little more pessimistic. And let's go, Raider Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. Hey, if you're digging on the show, make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, also Google Podcasts, Spotify, Alexa, and Stitcher. Stitcher! is the place to be. I love myself some Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, that was terrible. All right, Kansas City Chiefs, Matt. Matt Johnson, you can find him on the Twitter at uh, MattJ underscore sports. You've got the Kansas City Chiefs at 13-3 and for the upcoming season. Mm, Tell me why they're going to be just as successful this next year as they were last year. I'm happy to. And, you know, I'm going to say their offense, it was really fun in 2019. It's going to be even better next season. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I absolutely adored him coming out of college. He is perfect for this team. Andy Reid, who, you know, he doesn't like to make too lofty of comparisons, but he said he can be – Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can be better than Brian Westbrook, which is wild. But that's the kind of player he can be. He fits this offense. He can go out that receiver. He can carry the football. He can fight for yards. And, of course, this offense in general with Patrick Mahomes, they can put up 50 points any given week. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. And, you know, listen, in terms of their record, let's look at their schedule. Patriots, bad. Jets, bad. Falcons, bad. Panthers, bad. Texans, mediocre. Dolphins, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, there's a lot of winnable games in that. Yeah. Okay. But here's my history says that if you make it to the Super Bowl, unless you're the New England Patriots, you don't get back there again. And so I'm going to go with what history is dictated because Andy Reid's a good coach, but he almost blew that in the playoffs last year again, getting down. Patrick Mahomes had to bail his, uh, his took us out the fire. And I don't know how how often Pat Mahomes is going to have that talent uh, uh, this year, just because everything he got Mahomes got hurt last year, right? And he still came back, and we, they won the Super Bowl. Is that am I is my time frame correct there, where he was out for part of the year last year? You're correct. He had that weird knee injury that yeah. people were afraid, the dislocation. People thought he'd be out all year, but he came back in a few weeks and seemed to be okay. So I love Patrick Mahomes the second, but. 
you just don't make it back. So I'm going to say Chiefs don't make the playoffs this year. I like the uh, I like the surprising Chargers potentially out of Ooh. out of that group there. So all right, onto the Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 Yeah, you got them at five and eleven. I don't know. Talk a little bit about why why aren't they going to be better? You're saying that okay, you got Miami. Poots, they're terrible. You got uh, K Poots, that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that is an okay word. It's just Italian in the Sopranos lingo. And I had to make sure I wasn't saying another naughty word. I think it just means it stinks, K Poots. Um, so that's what I'm going with here. Uh, the You think the, the Patriots aren't going to be as good? Why not the Jets? Why won't they improve next year? You know, I think it comes down to coaching. I am not a believer in Adam Gase. I mean, I hate to use a play on the words, but he is not a captain. I trust flying this plane whatsoever. So with me not expecting as much progression from Sam Darnold under Gase and with the schedule that includes facing the Cardinals, who we like, the 49ers, the Rams, the Seahawks, Colts, Chiefs, and the Chargers, there's a lot of games there. You figure, you know, they lose a few divisional games too. There could be nine, ten losses. Wow. Yeah, they gotta they gotta be good one year. I mean, is it is it the butt fumble? Is it the curse of the butt fumble after all this it time? Is. Oh my god! Speaking of the curse, uh, Atlanta, yeah, seven and nine. Let's just respect Atlanta and just not even talk about them. So let's move on to the Washington Redskins, yeah. four and eleven. I mean, once again, they're like the Jets. At some point, they gotta be. They gotta have a pop up season here eventually, right? Yeah. And, you know, honestly, this is a team that, you know, when doing this list, I'm not very excited about teams like the Jets. I am excited about the Redskins because I think this is a team where the defense is in place, but the offensive line needs work. Ron Rivera needs time to, you know, build the team his way. So it's going to be a very rough year, I think, in Washington. It's going to be a four-win season, maybe a five-win season. They'll finish with a bottom five pick. And they'll go out and get themselves a premium left tackle to protect Dwayne Haskins, who I still very much believe can be a franchise quarterback. Yeah. All right. Good enough. All right. Next up on the list, the Houston Texans. They seem to make the playoffs every year, but you've only got them at eight and eight, which kind of surprises me. Now I know Bill O'Brien's made some questionable decisions in the offseason, but eight and eight? I mean, are you being a little too hard on uh O'Brien and company? It's, it's possible that I'm being too critical of O'Brien because like his history of decision-making has been bad as a GM. Now, I settle at 8-8 eight and eight because the Colts got better. The Titans, while I don't think they'll be as good next year, they play the Texans well, and they'll still be a competitive team. So that's two tough division opponents. You're also going to be dealing with the Vikings, the Packers, I think the Browns will be good, the Chiefs, the Steelers. And, you know, a team that trade away its number one receiver. The defense isn't very strong. The offensive line is still a question mark. I love Deshaun Watson, but even he's not good enough to make up for all of that. Indianapolis, the future home of Mr. Matt Johnson, you can find on Twitter at uh, Matt J underscore sports, is... Uh going to be run by uh philip rivers these days philip rivers has never won and not in his whole life you've got him making the playoffs at 11 and 5 and they're going to get booted in the first round is that correct 
It actually probably is. It's going to be one of those teams that, you know, they ride the running game. Phillip Rivers makes a few nice throws. Defense makes plays. They win 11 games. Everyone's feeling confident. And then comes that first round exit. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, un, that's unfortunate. I love the Colts. They're just one of those franchises that, I mean, they're, they're easy to like. You know, Reggie Wayne, a good guy. Peyton Manning, a good guy. Uh, going back, uh, some old school players like Idris Bashir and Ryan Deem on the offensive line, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what to think there anymore. All right, so uh, next up is uh, my Minnesota Vikings, and we'll talk about them in just one second. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. So I know you're probably wondering, where can I find you, Mr. TC, Mr. Talk Tough, Mr. Disrespect the Detroit Lions on Twitter so I can give you a piece of my mind? Well, I can tell you. It's Hey TC. Please don't follow me. Just tweet me uh, with your uh, insults. Uh, your uh, Thrill me with your acumen, especially your social media acumen on Twitter. And I, I look forward to that. Now, on the other hand, Matt would welcome you would welcome a follow if you want to follow him on the Twitter. It's Matt J underscore sports on Twitter. Not Matt J does football, but Matt J underscore sports. So really briefly on the Vikings, you've got them at 10 and 6. You know, Kirk Cousins, as 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 as, as hard as hard as, as critical of people, I want to say people are hard on Kirk Cousins because, you know, we don't want to get into this whole Earl Thomas thing again. Um, yeah, that's that's quite the story. Um, but so people are really critical of Kurt Cousins, but he but he was managed really well in Minnesota last year. He just had some issues with Stephon Diggs. The Vikings defense may have gotten better by subtraction since Xavier Rhodes was so bad last year. Delvin Cook's a big question mark. I don't know. I think I think the You've got them at ten and six, and that's probably a playoff team. But I, I think they're past their prime, man. I think I think they just ought to just uh, pull the plug and do a kind of a a non like teardown rebuild because that doesn't seem to ever work for any NFL team. But just and and maybe that's what they've done by Rick uh, Spielman getting all those draft picks this year and then for next year. Any thoughts there? If I just monopolize the conversation, and we should go on to the Dolphins. No, I, I think you hit on the main thing. I think, you know, Spielman, he got those picks, you know, start rebuilding that defense that needs a lot of work. Kirk Cousins, he's already hit his ceiling. I mean, I think 10 wins is the Vikings ceiling. Maybe they make it to the divisional round, but that's about it. I want to see Tua Tagovailoa. How do you say it? Tua Tagovailoa. Tanga. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it rolls off. Tua Tagovailoa. I love that. It's beautiful. Uh, I want to see him succeed in Miami. I, I really want to see the Dolphins make the playoffs. You've got them at six and ten. They ain't making the playoffs at six and ten. They're not. It's you know, it's one of those teams where 
they need to walk before they can run. And Tua needs to play before this team can take off. We need to make sure he can walk, he can throw, he can do all those things with a surgically repaired hip. So, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick might start the year. The offensive line still needs work. The defense will be good, but not great. So, yeah, six and 10. And, but then they'll have two first round picks next year. And then we'll say, hey, Miami Dolphins in the 2021 playoffs. Nice, nice. I like that. Baltimore Ravens, 13 and three. Lamar Jackson was just incredible last year and then just incredible in the playoffs. Incredibly bad. I, I just can't see them having this good of a year again. I think they're a borderline team uh, when it comes to the playoffs. Don't see it, my man. 13 and three, no way. No way they're going to win 13 games this year. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, the one thing I would say for them is obviously that first first round exit was humiliating for them, but they had universally agreed upon the NFL, one of the best draft classes. They did well in free agency, strengthening their defense. So even if we don't see an MVP Jack version of Lamar Jackson in 2020, that defense I think will be elite. And with Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and all that offense can do, it'll be a very – I think this will be our AFC representation in the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't see it. I disagree with you. You're wrong. 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 Anyway, wrong, so, wrong, wrong. Exactly. I'm like the Fonz. I can actually say wrong. I was wrong. Anyways, uh, Carolina Panthers made it to the Super Bowl a number of years ago. Haven't been back since. They lost the Super Bowl. Boom. I've just made my point. Five and 11, you've got a at. The Philadelphia Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. And you've got them at nine and seven. Boom. I've just made my point. They're not going back to the uh, Super Bowl anytime soon because they've been to the Super Bowl. So we on, we go to the Los Angeles. No, 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 no. The Las Vegas Raiders. You've got them at six and 10. Little Chucky down there in, in Oakland and now in Las Vegas. He hasn't turned that team around. It's, it's not going to get turned around. It, they're done. They need to look at finding a different coach there. He's done. He can go back to his little quarterback school and 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 get all worked up about that. But Chucky, he done. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, I I I can never sell or buy what the Raiders seem to see in Gruden. They gave him a ten year deal, which seems preposterous. <laughs> but they seem to love him and. You know, they're, they just, I mean, listen, let's be honest here with their Derek Carr decision. They said they love Derek Carr. You know, they're excited to move forward with him. They looked everywhere for a quarterback replacement. They tried every possible option and didn't work out. So they're kind of stuck with Derek Carr. Yeah, it's going to be a six and 10 year, but I will say maybe Mr. Rogers comes to Las Vegas in 2021. Yeah, maybe. I think everybody's making a mohill out of a mountain in that case, but we'll get to the Packers here in just a second. The New York Giants uh, behind Daniel Jones, the New York franchises. You know, I was thinking, you know, if it wasn't for the, uh, if it, the only team that succeeds in New York is the Yankees, ironically, and there's no salary cap for the Yankees. Every other team in New York that has a salary cap is run like a piece of crap. You ever yeah. think about that? It's... It's a wild concept. Just, you know, you would think New York, big city, big money. Have the, have the smartest all... people, but apparently they have the dumbest people, at least when it comes to sports. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's crazy. You got them at five and eleven. Yeah, who cares? They're done. There's no <laughs> point. They're, they're not going to do anything. I love. Uh, no, they had the fourth pick. I was surprised they took Andrew Stanton. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I like him, but not that much. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Chicago Bears, uh, Nikki Foles, who won a Super Bowl, by the way. Maybe he'll make it back to the Super Bowl. Uh, seven and nine for the Chicago Bears. I, I, I think they might actually. I think they could win that division again this year. Uh, I don't know. You, you're, you're a little more uh, pessimistic. Tell me why. I would be shocked if this team made the playoffs. Really? I think the defense can win a Super Bowl. I think the offense can't win eight games. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles is he's like a bike you know it will get me where I need to go technically and that's an upgrade over Mitch Trubisky which was you know just riding on a tire so it's but you know this offense Matt Nagy you know everyone praised him coach of the year two years ago things fall, fell apart this past season and yeah Nick Foles I mean he'll be better it's why this team will be 7-9 and nine instead of 5-11 and 11. Yeah, there's just not nearly enough talent on this offense to make this a playoff team. Right. Seattle Seahawks, you got it ten and six. I love Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, a, a great head coach, but yeah, I, I just don't think they're going to do much this next year. The New Orleans Saints, eleven and five, and, and they signed Jameis Winston, right? He's the new yeah. backup along with uh, Taysom Hill, though he's a jack of all trades, Taysom Hill. What do you think that's going to be like? Do you think uh, do you think they might try to work Jameis into the game a little bit like they've done with uh, like they've done with Taysom Hill, or would that be an insult to him? And he just wants to stand on the sidelines, hold the clipboard, and wait for his shot. I think what we're exactly going to see is New Orleans is viewing this as let's get Winston in the building for a year, coach him up. And, you know, because, listen, Drew Brees is probably retiring when the season ends. He's going to NBC Sports. So once that quarterback position opens up, I think New Orleans is going to say, listen, do we have enough confidence in Jameis Winston? If so, let's give him a multi-year deal and turn the keys over on this offense over to Winston because, listen, I know people talk about Taysom Hill being the quarterback of the future. He's going to be 30 this year, and he's attempted, like, 12 passes in the exactly. NFL career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, I like the idea. Let uh, let Jameis spend a year on the sidelines learning from one of the best quarterbacks of all time because he was thrust into the job in Miami. So it gives him a little bit of a reprieve. And then he gets a restart the following year. And boom, there you go. I love that. I love that. Exactly. Brilliant. It's, you sold me. It goes back, yeah, it goes to the column I wrote, which people can find on sportsnot.com. Signing with New Orleans is a move that can revitalize Winston's career. And there is an outcome where he becomes an elite quarterback. Very nice. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, you got 11-5. and five. Uh, They had a good year last year, went to the Super Bowl, lost. Um, teams that lose the Super Bowl don't normally make it back to the Super Bowl within five or seven years. Ironically, San Francisco might have been the last team to make it back to the Super Bowl after losing the Super Bowl, unless you're the New England Patriots, but that's the special exemption between little Tommy Brady and little Billy Belichick. All right. So having said that, San Francisco had a pretty much a top-notch year, had an easy schedule, really easy schedule, avoided Ben Roethlisberger early in the season in Pittsburgh, which was great for them because they gained a lot of confidence. Things don't go your way every year, so I don't think they're a playoff team this year in San Francisco. That's that's bold. That's I like it. I would say I think I just I love Kyle Shanahan. 
I love the defense. The running game, I think, will be solid. I am not a believer in Jimmy G. I think as far as this team can go, he will hold them back from reaching their ultimate ceiling, which could be being a Super Bowl winning club. So, yeah, I think this will be a great regular season team when playoffs come around. Jimmy G ain't it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see 11-5 and five record. But, you know, you never know. Who knows? Uh, Denver Broncos, 9-7. Uh, and seven. Here's the team that I think is going to surprise because the Raiders, you know, with the number two pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select some kicker out of Boise State. Okay, good. Good job, uh, Johnny Gruden. Uh, and then, and then, obviously, Kansas City is going to have a down season after the Super Bowl. And then, finally, the Chargers forget about it. Denver Broncos, you heard it here first. Uh, I was going to say thirteen and three. No, I'm not going to say that. But I, I bet you they're a playoff team. I bet you they're a ten and six team. You've got them at nine and seven. So we're pretty much, uh, you know, in agreement there. Absolutely, Denver is a team that I am very high on, and yeah. I'll- We'll see where this team goes, but if Drew Locke can find himself and take advantage of everything around him, this will be a very good team and a playoff team in 2020. Packers, you've got it 10-6. and six. Obviously, there's the Aaron Rodgers drama and the uh, head coach and all that stuff. So it's just like it, it's, it's, it's been talked about ad nauseum, so we're going to skip yeah. it there. But, uh, yeah, they could go either way there. They could have a killer season, 14-2. and two. They could be ten and six, or they could be six and ten. In my humble opinion, all right. Let's get to a team that I really like um, because I love Mike Tomlin. I know a lot of people think he's overrated. Ben Roethlisberger coming back. I think they're a playoff team again this year. I mean, they've got the Bengals and the Browns in their division, so come on. Ravens are going to be down. The Ravens feasted on that division because the Steelers were down, but even they had some problems with the Steelers. So Steelers going to be back win the uh afc central again make the playoffs you've got them at nine and seven you're you're undershooting there buddy it's it might it might be true i mean we'll see i don't exactly trust a 38 year old big ben to consistently perform but i've been surprised before i'm just you know we'll we'll see how a near 40 year old quarterback coming off elbow surgery does the New England Patriots, we have two teams left, the Patriots and the Cowboys. Um, yeah, let's go to the Patriots. So tell me the record that Jacoby Brissett had under Bill Belichick, and tell me the record that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, and I still don't know how to say his name, Jimmy Grapes, uh, had under Bill Belichick. And then I'll tell you the record that Jared Stidham is going to have under Bill Belichick. Can you do that, or should we go on to the Cowboys really quick while you look up that information? Yeah, so, you know, it's admittedly, I mean, Brissett, he didn't get many opportunities. He only went 1-1. One and one. Jimmy Garoppolo, in his short time, he went 2-0. and oh. So there's not – it's it's limited framework, and, you know, we'll see. That's a 75% you know, winning listen. percentage, buddy boy. <laughs> it is. But that's twelve and four. Not nearly as good. <laughs> Patriots offense isn't nearly as good as it was back then. Yeah, but the defense maybe, maybe. And they got Kyle Duggar, so he's going to be the next Ed Reed. So because that's what happens in New England. So I don't know. You've got him at six and ten. I think I think you could be right, but this is the this is the weird thing where we're going to find out if it was Belichick or Brady or if it was both this year, which is going to be the most fantastic thing. Because we would have never known if they would have just retired 
and went off into the sunset with each other and went and saw Earl Thomas's brother. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so... All right, last team is, of course, America's team, baby. The Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott. C.D. Lamb is there now. Amare Cooper is back. Jason Garrett is gone, thank God. Mike McCarthy's in. Unfortunately, Jerry Jones is still there. You've got him at 11-5. and five. This is my Super Bowl team. The Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers, a rematch of the old-school oh, Super wow. Bowls from way back in, what, the uh, early 80s, late 70s. So there you go. That's, I'll say this, I could, you know, I know it's, there's a lot of hot takes. People love to make hot takes about the Cowboys, but I could easily see this team, if everything clicks, being in the Super Bowl. It's just, the offense is incredible. The defense, I really believe in what they're doing. May not be a fan of Jerry Jones, but everything that this team is putting together under Michael McCarthy is incredible. So yeah, Dallas Cowboys fans, I know you get excited every year, and the team constantly lets you down. It's a tradition unlike any other, even better than the Masters. But this is this might be the one. <laughs> Drop it in the Masters there. That was brilliant, man. You know what? You know what? Hot takes are for losers. You know what's not for losers? NFL reckless speculation. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're digging on it on Apple Podcasts. It's TC, everybody, for Mr. Matt Johnson. I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture Glass Prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.